Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's showtime, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Halloween from all of us at American Variety Network. <laughs> Howdy, WWE fans, and welcome to WWE Zone Radio, right here, live on the American Variety Network, with your host, WWE Wrestling Fan, Alex Cardinelli. How are you guys doing tonight? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, like I am. Thank you very much for tuning into tonight's episode of the American Variety Network and WWE Zone Radio. It's a great week to be a WWE wrestling fan because this Sunday, one of my personal favorite pay-per-views is taking place. This Sunday, live at 8 p.m. Eastern on the WWE Network and on pay-per-view is WWE Hell in a Cell 2015. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the main event of Hell in a Cell 2015 is a WrestleMania 30 and a SummerSlam 2015 rematch between The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. But this time, it's going to be inside a hell in a cell. Plus, Roman Reigns takes on Bray Wyatt inside a hell in a cell as well. And Seth Rollins defends his WWE Championship against Kane. And if Kane loses, he loses his Director of Operations job. So hell in a cell is going to be an awesome pay-per-view. Now... WWE just had a fantastic Monday Night Raw this past Monday, and I'm pretty sure SmackDown is going to be awesome on Thursday, and I'm pretty sure Hell in a Cell is going to be a fantastic pay-per-view as well. Now, you can watch Hell in a Cell on the WWE Network for only $10, or you can order it on pay-per-view for $50. Now... I really advise my listeners, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the WWE Network because for only $10 a month, 
you get the pay-per-views year-round. That's right, for $10 a month, you get all the pay-per-views, including WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, every single pay-per-view year-round. You also get fresh content, like the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, like the Madison Square Garden event, like the Japan event. So there's a lot of stuff going on the WWE Network that you get just for $9.99 a month, including all of the WCW, ECW, and WWE old pay-per-views, and all of that good stuff for just $10 a month. So if I were you and I did not have the WWE Network, I would describe for just $10 a month instead of paying a crazy $50 to watch Hell in a Cell this weekend. Anyways, tonight on WWE Zone Radio, I, the WWE wrestling fan, Alice Cardinelli, I'm going to preview and discuss what I think is going to happen at WWE Hell in a Cell. I'm going to share my predictions and what I want to see happen at Hell in a Cell. That's going to be in the first half of the show. Then, in the second half of the show, I'll discuss WWE Raw from this past week. I'll also discuss the possibility of Undertaker being at Survivor Series. And I'll also discuss possible opponents for Seth Rollins' WWE Championship and much more. Now, today's WWE Zone Radio is being broadcast live. So you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to go ahead and discuss your Hell in a Cell predictions or discuss who you want to see win a Hell in a Cell or discuss your thoughts on WWE Monday Night Raw from this past week. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. I'm going to answer your calls and we're going to start. WWE Zone Radio, Hell in a Cell 2015 Preview, right after our short introduction, next.
You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. fantastic quite a long intro but i'm ready to ask my questions i know at the beginning of the show you laid out what you're going to do and how you're going to talk about wwe raw on the last half of the hour is that correct yes that's correct sir well what part of the show will you talk about the first time your father ever sexually molested you and fucked you in the ass or sucked your penis oh when my will that god come? yeah when wow, will you talk about sick, the time man. you're a sicko man wow I apologize for that, folks. I guess uh, some people are really, really sick in the head. Man, can't help those sickos out there. Anyways, uh, let's move past that, and uh, we will um, begin talking about 
WWE Hell in a Cell 2015. We're going to have a fun time talking about wrestling. So let's start talking about Hell in a Cell 2015 and start previewing, previewing it. So, the Hell in a Cell 2015 match card. So the main event, as I said earlier, is a Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. Tied to Hell in a Cell. And then we have the Hell in a Cell match between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. We've got the New Day with Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods versus the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley for the Tag Team Championship. And we actually have, for the very first time on a pay-per-view, we've got an open challenge for the WWE United States Championship, or as the WWE calls it, a John Cena Open Challenge. And it's John Cena defending his title against whoever accepts that open challenge. We've also got Kevin Owens versus Ryback in a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And we've also got Seth Rollins versus Kane, a singles match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now, if Demon Kane loses, Corporate Kane will be fired from being Director of Operations. We've also got Charlotte versus uh, Nikki Bella, a singles match for the WWE Divas Championship. And a kickoff show match, we've got Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville versus Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. So, this is going to be an awesome pay-per-view. So, that's the Hell in a Cell 2015 match card. Alright? So, I'm going to go ahead and give you my overall thoughts on the match card for Hell in a Cell. Overall, in my opinion, I actually enjoyed uh, the match card. I think it was like a, a good match card. The only match I really don't understand is the kickoff show match. I think that that match was just randomly put together, and I think that the WWE um, had trouble coming up with a kickoff match because of Randy Orton getting injured and Luke Harper taking some time off for personal reasons. But I think the rest of the card, which is going to be on the main show, is awesome. Um, I think that they should have had a little bit more build to the Brock Lesnar and Undertaker feud. We've only seen uh, Lesnar once or twice. We've only seen Undertaker once leading up to Hell in a Cell. Um, but I thought that most of the build was pretty good for Hell in a Cell. Now, I'm glad that we're having uh, a lot of good matches like Seth Rollins and Kane on the card. And I'm, I'm dying to see how Brock Lesnar and um, Undertaker finishes. I think that's going to be an uh, awesome match as well. Now, I want to talk to you about my thoughts on what I think should happen at Hell in a Cell. And I'll start with the um, kickoff show match between Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville versus Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. Now, I really have no clue what the direction of this kickoff show match is going to be, 
But I think this match will probably be like a four to five minute match just to get people interested in Hell in a Cell. And I also think that it's going to be a match that might see the debut of Tyler Breeze from NXT. I think he might attack Dolph Ziggler sometime on the pay-per-view. And I believe he will either do it in a kickoff show match or another match that I'm going to discuss pretty soon here on WWE's own radio live on the American Variety Network. So, uh, the kickoff show match I'm really not interested in, but I can see like a after-match attack on Dolph Ziggler by um, Tyler Breeze. Now let's talk about John Cena's U.S. title open challenge. I think to kickstart Hell in a Cell, WWE should have John Cena's U.S. title match be the first match to start Hell in a Cell. Now, John Cena is expected to take some time off from the uh, WWE, so I could easily see John Cena losing the WWE Championship at Hell in a Cell. Or, excuse me, the WWE United States Championship. I could see John Cena losing that belt at Hell in a Cell. Now, as for who I think should challenge and ultimately ultimately beat John Cena for the title, I think it will either be Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, Ambrose, or Tyler Breeze. Now, I know that Dolph Ziggler has a kickoff show match that will be on the WWE Network like a few minutes before the pay-per-view starts, but Dolph Ziggler could have a second match and he could defeat John Cena for the United States Championship. Now, here is where I think Tyler Breeze could come into the picture. After Dolph Ziggler defeats John Cena for the United States Championship, I believe that Tyler Breeze will personally attack Dolph Ziggler, and this will continue the feud between Tyler Breeze and Dolph Ziggler, leading into Survivor Series and possibly TLC. Now, Tyler Breeze has debuted on SmackDown, which is going to air tomorrow night. So that's going to be awesome for those of you who have not seen SmackDown yet. But Tyler Breeze, I think if Dolph Ziggler does beat uh, John Cena for the United States Championship, I feel that he will attack uh, John Cena. However, I don't see Tyler Breeze challenging Cena for the United States Championship. I think it would be a stupid idea if WWE does that. The only way I can see that work is if Tyler Breeze challenges John Cena and Dolph Ziggler runs out and causes interference and causes Cena to retain by disqualification. That could work, knowing how WWE books their kind of shows nowadays. But I personally would love to see the WWE give the United States Championship to a much-needed talent. I think Cesaro or Ambrose is your best option for giving your WWE United States Championship to. Because Cesaro is an awesome superstar, and Dean Ambrose is a phenomenal superstar. So I can't wait to see who challenges John Cena for the United States Championship 
at the WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Now, Charlotte is going to defend her Divas Championship against Nikki Bella. Now, Charlotte needs to look strong in this match, considering that Paige is no longer with um, Team PCB. And since Charlotte is the Divas Champion, she needs to look strong in her defense against Nikki Bella. I personally think it would be very stupid to have Charlotte lose the title this early to Nikki Bella. So I think Charlotte needs to win, and she needs to look strong, and she needs to look strong in her victory as she retains her Divas Championship. Now we've got Kevin Owens versus Ryback. Now this match is one that I'm not really looking forward to um, because this match features two wrestlers I'm not really big fans of. Um, Kevin Owens is a pretty decent worker, I'll give him that, but like I said, I'm not a big fan of Kevin Owens. Ryback is pretty good, I'm not a huge fan, so I really don't care about this match. I think that Kevin Owens will win in in heel fashion, and I think Kevin Owens is going to retain the Intercontinental Championship, but I see Owens holding that belt for quite a long time, all right? Now, let's talk about the Tag Team Championship match. We've got the New Day versus the Dudley Boys. Now, I personally don't see the Dudley Boys walking out as the Tag Team Champions just yet. Now, I would give the Dudley Boys the Tag Team Championships at Survivor Series, not at Hell in a Cell, because I think if the Dudley Boys are going to win their 10th tag team titles, I'd give it to them at a major pay-per-view like Survivor Series. Now, I personally feel that this match should either have a clean finish with New Day going over or another disqualification, but this time, I'd love to see the Dudley Boys put all three members of the New Day through a table. All right? Now, the match I'm certainly looking forward to is Seth Rollins versus Kane for the WWE Championship. Now, if Kane loses, he is no longer director of operations. You know, I'm actually really looking forward to this match. This should be a really good match. I've always had respect for Kane, and I like that they had him bring back the mask. I like Demon Kane. Now, do I see Kane as the next WWE champion? Well, I'd love to at least think so, but Kane's at a point in his career now where he is being used to put stars over, and he does not really need another title. Now, in my opinion, Kane is Hall of Fame bound at some point. I don't see a clean finish to this match. I can see a sneaky disqualification victory from Seth Rollins with either J&J Security returning and attacking Kane, or Seth Rollins will use a weapon or something. I just got this weird feeling that this match is not going to end clean. All right. Uh, I'd really love to see Kane dominate Seth Rollins and then have him lower the hell in a cell and have Kane dominate Seth Rollins after disqualification finish. 
Now, I personally think this is WWE's way to get rid of Kane and the authority and bring back the demon masked Kane. And I think it's also a way for WWE to put an end to Kane and Seth Rollins' feud so that Seth Rollins can have a big feud at Survivor Series. But I really have no idea how this match is going to play out. I'm excited to watch it live and see exactly what unfolds and what happens. I hope that if Seth Rollins does win by disqualification, Kane gives him a big beatdown after the match. Now, I think that if it is a unclean victory for Seth Rollins, Kane will uh, lower the hell in a cell, and Kane will destroy Seth Rollins with the cell. And I think that that is the best way possible to make Kane look strong and make Kane lose, is have Kane attack Seth Rollins after the match and lower the cell. But hey, maybe that's the WWE fan inside of me saying that to all the other WWE fans. Alright, the next match I'm going to talk about is Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt, and that is the second Hell in a Cell match. Now, I am interested in this match because I like Bray Wyatt and I like Roman Reigns. I believe and hope this will be the last match of the feud between Reigns and Wyatt. I think this is also going to be Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt's first ever Hell in a Cell match. Now, I think these two can put together a classic Hell in a Cell match that we all remember. Now, I think I see Reigns walking out of the cell as a victor. I think Roman Reigns will finally settle the score with Bray Wyatt as the feud ends at Hell in a Cell. I think the Wyatt family members, Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman, will get involved as well. But I still think Roman Reigns will find a way to win the match. And I think one of the two Hell in a Cell matches will be the show-stopping match of the evening. Now, I personally hope it's the next match that I'm going to discuss. I personally hope the show-stopping match is Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, but we will have to see on that. So, we've got Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar in a Hell in a Cell match. Now, like many other WWE fans, I am eagerly awaiting this match. I know some other fans don't want to see this match, but I have nothing but respect and admiration for The Undertaker because he has an over 25-year career in the WWE, and if he wants to wrestle for as long as he physically can, then so be it. This match is going to be the final chapter of The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar's storied feud of over 10 years. Now, Brock Lesnar dominated Undertaker in 2002, and Brock Lesnar ended Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania 30, which was a storied WrestleMania undefeated streak. He was 20-0, and 0, or excuse me, 21-0, and 0, I believe. And Undertaker defeated Brock Lesnar in heel fashion at SummerSlam this year. Now, it is really hard for me to pick a winner for this match. I would love to see Undertaker leave with a victory to finally 
settle the score because he did have a streak ended, but I don't see Lesnar agreeing to two losses in a row, considering he lost in a heel fashion to uh, Undertaker at SummerSlam. So I really don't see uh, Lesnar agreeing to lose twice. But I think Undertaker agreed to do this match at Hell in a Cell so that he could have a new feud for WrestleMania. Because remember, this match was originally planned to be a rematch for WrestleMania 32. But for some reason, Vince McMahon and the WWE uh, penciled it in for Hell in a Cell. And I'm glad we're having a Hell in a Cell inside a Hell in a Cell. I think it's a great match. All right. So, I think in this match, we will see a few tombstones, an F5 or two, and then we'll see some kickouts and some bumps in the cell. Now, if Undertaker can hold up with Brock Lesnar's offense, I think this could be a show-stealing main event. In the end, I think Brock Lesnar will get the wind, and at the end of the match, Brock Lesnar and Undertaker will show hands, or excuse me, shake hands and show respect. I really feel that way. I feel that at the end of uh, the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar match, we're going to see Undertaker and Lesnar shake hands as they show respect for each other. Now, I hope WWE throws a curveball and allows Undertaker to win the Hell in a Cell match, but honestly, I just don't see it happening. All right, so that's what I think should happen at Hell in a Cell. Now, I want to go ahead and give you my predictions. I think John Cena loses his United States Championship to whoever is the challenger in the United States uh, Championship Open Challenge. I think it's going to be either Ambrose, um, Ziggler, or Cesaro. And like I said, I think Kevin Owens will defeat Ryback to retain his Intercontinental Championship. I think Charlotte will defeat Nikki Bella to retain her Divas Championship. I see the New Day defeating the Dudley Boys cleanly to retain their Tag Team Championship. Or the Dudleys will once again win by disqualification. And they'll put all three members of, new, of the New Day through a table. In the kickoff match... I see Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville defeating Sheamus, Rusev, and Bad News Barrett. I see Seth Rollins defeating Kane to retain his WWE Championship. I see Roman Reigns defeating Bray Wyatt inside a Hell in a Cell. And I see Brock Lesnar defeating The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell. So those are my predictions for this month's pay-per-view. Next week, we will have to see just how many predictions I get right. Now, for Night of Champions, last month, I got about 75% of my predictions right for Night of Champions. So I am feeling pretty darn confident. All right? So that's my preview of Hell in a Cell 2015, and I definitely can't wait to see it. And like I said, 
You can watch Hell in a Cell on WWE Network for just $9.99. Now, if you want to call in and discuss what you think is going to happen at Hell in a Cell or discuss your predictions for Hell in a Cell, please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. And if you're going to troll me, Make sure you do a much better job than that imbecile did because that was the worst attempt at trolling I've ever, ever heard. What a moron that troll was. So if you want to call in and discuss your opinions on Hell in a Cell, please feel free to do so. 1-347-989-8142. Okay, so... We're going to continue talking about Hell in a Cell. Now, we're going to talk about the Hell in a Cell match itself. Now, the Hell in a Cell match was made famous by hardcore legend Mick Foley, a.k.a. Mankind, a.k.a. Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Jude Love. It was also made famous by the dead man, Undertaker, and believe it or not, it was made famous by Triple H and Shawn Michaels, because Shawn Michaels won the very first Hell in a Cell, and Mankind had numerous spots in the Hell in a Cell, including being tossed off the cell by Undertaker, including being tossed through the cell by Undertaker, including being tossed through the cell by Triple H, and then his career ended inside the Hell in a Cell by, um... By Triple H. And Triple H and Undertaker have had the most matches inside the Hell in a Cell. And if I'm correct, I believe Triple H has the most victories inside Hell in the Cell. So, I'd like to have a brief discussion on some of my personal favorite Hell in a Cell matches. My first favorite Hell in a Cell match is Shawn Michaels. Versus The Undertaker, Bad Blood, 1997, in the very first Hell in a Cell. And Shawn Michaels was playing the heel persona, and Michaels was a great heel. And he was getting his ass dominated in the whole entire Hell in a Cell match. But Shawn Michaels found a way to prevail and defeat The Undertaker. And he would win the Hell in a Cell match. He would be win the first Hell in a Cell match. Now, my next favorite Hell in a Cell match was Undertaker versus Mankind from King of the Ring, 1998. And the Undertaker would eventually toss Mankind from the top of the cell. He'd also choke him through the cell and into the ring. And in the process broke from that choke slam, and Mankind still fought through the performance, showing the guts and performance and bravery that Mankind had, and uh, eventually Undertaker would defeat Mankind inside that match. We also saw Triple H versus Chris Jericho, what I believe was Unforgiven 2002 or 2003, and it was a great match. I really enjoyed Triple H and Chris Jericho inside a Hell in a Cell. And uh, my next favorite Hell in a Cell match is Shawn Michaels and Triple H from Bad Blood 2004. 
Uh, Michaels and Triple H had an awesome rivalry growing up as a teenager. Michaels and the gang were awesome opponents and awesome tag team partners. And the Hell in a Cell from Bad Blood 2004 proved how awesome they were together in the ring. Now, another favorite Hell in a Cell match of mine was DX versus the McMahons and Big Show. And uh, the funniest part of that match for me was when DX on uh, DX made Mr. McMahon kiss the Big Show's ass, and they also um, Triple H also broke his sledgehammer over the head of Mr. McMahon. Now, my final favorite Hell in a Cell match is probably one of the most recent ones to take place outside of a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and that is Triple H versus Undertaker from WrestleMania 28, in which was known as the end of an era match. It was a great match. It had Shawn Michaels as a referee, and I thought it was a show-stealing classic uh, WrestleMania Hell in a Cell match. So those are my personal favorite Hell in a Cell matches. All right, so we're going to go ahead and cut to our quick intermission, and we're going to take a quick infomercial. Coming up next, live on the WWE Zone Radio for all my WWE fans listening from all over the world, listening from St. Louis, Western Mass, and everywhere in the United States. Coming up next, I'm going to do a complete WWE Monday Night Raw from the awesome Raw this week, in which saw Stone Cold Steve Austin on Raw for the first time in four years, and saw the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels return, or saw Undertaker and Lesnar, and the reunion of The Shield. So we're going to review Raw right after intermission. I'm also going to discuss Undertaker's future. I'll discuss Survivor Series and much more. So stick around, WWE fans. We've got plenty more wrestling chat coming your way. Now, during this intermission, we are going to play a song by Kitty Perry called Fireworks, and then we're going to play our intermission. So, WWE fans, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag Drifting through the wind, wanting to start again Do you ever feel this so paper thin Like a house of cards, one broken caving in
Do you have something you'd like to promote or advertise? Do you want to get some much-needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well, look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart, and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow like she has helped Alice Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page, Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like. And our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One. And hit follow. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. Happy Halloween from Alex Cardinali and all of us here at the American Variety Network.
We hope that your month is full of tricks and treats as well as plenty of scariness. Don't forget to enjoy some delicious candy this Halloween season. The American Variety Network suggests Reese's, Kit Kat, Snickers, and some Oreos for delicious Halloween treats. Make sure you have your candy ready for trick or treating. Happy Halloween! Halloween Tricks The American Variety Network live on Saturday, October 31st. 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. October 31st just happens to be Halloween. On a special Halloween night, the American Variety Network will celebrate Halloween with plenty of tricks and treats, scary Halloween stories, Halloween music, and candy discussion. So ghosts, goblins, and zombies come out of your trial and tune into the American Variety Network for a special Halloween 2015 fun show. Join us Halloween night 9pm Eastern at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Happy Halloween. Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30th, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. Plus there will also be a special service guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show.
This is what it feels like to kick off Monday Night Raw! <laughs> Woo! Yes! 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 Suplex! Repeat! Suplex! Repeat! Suplex! Repeat! Suplex! Repeat! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to WWE Zone Radio, live right here on American Variety Network. And tonight we are discussing WWE Hell in a Cell and all things WWE. Now, before our intermission, I previewed this Sunday's WWE pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, and I had some fun doing so. Now, we're going to continue our discussion on WWE, but this time, I'm going to review Monday Night Raw from this past week. I'm also going to discuss Undertaker's future and a little bit of Survivor Series talk. I'll also talk about Chris Jericho, and I will also talk about some future Seth Rollins number one contenders. All right. So, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, Bring us right back to the show. Now, again, today's show is being recorded live. So, if you have any uh, feedback for Monday Night Raw from this past Monday, please feel free to dial in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, or you can uh, call in to discuss anything WWE one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So, let's get back into our WWE discussion. Now, Raw has been having low viewings and low ratings over the last month. This past Monday, WWE brought back some awesome legends to try and increase the ratings. Now, I actually enjoyed Raw this past Monday. Raw was good. There have been several awesome Raws this year. But let me go ahead and review this week's Raw from October 19th, 2015. Now here are my thoughts on WWE Monday Night Raw from October 19th, 2015. For me personally, it was awesome seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin kick off Monday Night Raw. I enjoyed The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar promo. Now, let's backtrack a little bit. Really, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out from Internet Raw for the first time in four years just to promote his podcast that took place after Raw with Brock Lesnar as his guest on the WWE Network. And all Stone Cold did was talk about his podcast and introduce uh, The Undertaker. But I guess the reason WWE brought him out was to try and get some unexpected excitement from the Raw viewers first getting into Raw. So I think that worked well. But the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar promo was awesome. Undertaker played his mind games with Brock Lesnar well, trying to lure Lesnar into a fight, but Lesnar turned it down. 
Now, that makes people want to see this match more. So, I really recommend you check out the opening segment for Monday Night Raw, if you missed Raw live. So, if any one of my listeners missed the opening segment of Monday Night Raw, I have it posted on my YouTube channel, Alex's Adventures, and you can go watch it there. And by the way, for the first time in my YouTube career, that video has 2,000 views, over 2,000 views, so I'm glad that uh, 2,000 people have saw that video that I put up, so uh, if you missed the opening segment again, check it out, my YouTube channel, Alex's Adventures. Now, it was great seeing Shawn Michaels back live on Monday Night Raw. Now, as we all know, Shawn Michaels is one of my personal favorite childhood wrestlers. Now, Shawn Michaels would come out and cut a quick promo. He actually stole a kid's pizza, which is pretty crazy, if you ask me. Uh, But he would talk about how it was great to be back in Dallas, Texas, and he was excited about Hell in a Cell. He talked about how Undertaker and Lesnar is going to be a great match and how Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns, Hell in a Cell, is going to be a great match. But Shawn Michaels would eventually be interrupted by the WWE champion, Seth Rollins, and it led to an, inter- an entertaining and interesting promo. All right. I'd have loved to see a super kick from Shawn Michaels to Seth Rollins, but... We, unfortunately, did not get to see Michael superkick uh, Rollins. I wish we could have, but I thought it was an entertaining promo, to say the least. And I think it may lead to a future promo at WrestleMania 32 between Shawn Michaels and Seth Rollins. Because I easily see Shawn Michaels being at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. I also have that Shawn Michaels and Seth Rollins promo on my YouTube channel. And by the way, that promo has over 3,000 views. So together this week, I've got over 5,000 views on my YouTube channel. And folks, I'm not lying. Go to Alex's Adventures to see for yourself. All right? So if you missed the Shawn Michaels promo and the Stone Cold promo and Undertaker and Lesnar promo from Monday Night Raw, go to Alex's Adventures and you will see for yourself. Now surprisingly, on this past Monday Night Raw, there was no Kane. I found that very shocking considering Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. Now Ric Flair was also used on Raw this past Monday. Really, Ric Flair, all he did was... Uh, push Roman Reigns and made Roman Reigns look strong. And I think that that's going to help Roman Reigns just a little bit. Now also, really made no sense, Shawn Michaels goaded Seth Rollins into reforming his shield and taking on the Wyatt family in the main event. Um, I think that was really interesting to say the least. But Luke Harper was nowhere to be found on Monday Night Raw, and it turns out he had personal issues going on. But Eric Rowan returned, and we briefly saw a small Shield reunion, even though Seth Rollins is a heel, and even though Seth Rollins walked away, and um, 
He actually uh, remained heel in the process, but I think eventually Seth Rollins will eventually turn face. But Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose destroyed the Wyatts to end Monday Night Raw. I thought Raw was awesome this week, and Monday Night Raw had several awesome Raws this week. Or, excuse me, this week. Monday Night Raw has several awesome Raws this year, including the Raw in August 24th, where Sting returned, and uh, so many other Raws. But I think the Raw of October 19th will always be one of the best Raws of the year. All right. Now, the best part of having the WWE Network is that you get to watch the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast that happens once a month. And the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast after Raw was pretty good. Brock Lesnar seemed very nervous, but he did a very good job on the podcast. It was great to see. It was great to see broadcast. Uh, it was great to see Brock Lesnar out of his character to talk to Stone Cold Steve. Austin. So that's my thoughts on WWE Raw from this past Monday night. I personally really enjoyed it. Now, I want to talk about Seth Rollins and his WWE Championship reign for a few minutes here on the air. Now, like I said earlier in the show, I see Seth Rollins leaving Hell in the Cell with the WWE Heavyweight Championship. But the question is, Survivor Series is a huge pay-per-view. It's like the fall version of a WrestleMania. So who will be Seth Rollins' challenger? Now, Seth Rollins has faced many legends leading up to Survivor Series. He's faced John Cena at SummerSlam. He's faced Sting at Night of Champions, and he's going to be facing Kane at Hell in a Cell. So, obviously, if the WWE wants to continue making Seth Rollins look like a believable and awesome champion, he needs to face a legend at Survivor Series. Now, I think that legend could be Triple H. I think possibly at Hell in a Cell, which I forgot to mention, I think Triple H could attack... Uh, Seth Rollins after his match with Kane, and this could lead to Seth Rollins' face turn. Uh, but that's highly unlikely. Unlikely, they'll probably wait until after Hell in a Cell to have Triple H attack Seth Rollins. But I'd like to see Triple H versus Seth Rollins at Survivor Series for the WWE Championship. Now, um, at Survivor Series, Seth Rollins could pick up the biggest victory of his career by defeating Triple H, because Triple H has defeated John Cena, Triple H has defeated Sting, and Triple H has defeated Kane, all three legends that Seth Rollins has faced before. So if I was a booker, I would book Seth Rollins to face uh, Triple H at Survivor Series. Now... The rumored opponent for Seth Rollins at Survivor Series is Roman Reigns. Now, I don't understand the logic of how Reigns instantly gets back into the championship picture. I know that you want to make him uh, championship material, but I don't know if he should get a championship match right away at Survivor Series. But only time will tell on that, I guess. All right. So, 
speaking of Survivor Series, let's talk about it. It's one of my personal favorite pay-per-views of all time. Now, Survivor Series, big things have happened at Survivor Series. For example, 25 years ago, Undertaker debuted. So this Survivor Series is going to mark the 25-year anniversary of Undertaker's debut. We saw Scott Steiner return to the WWE in 2013, or excuse me, in 2003. And last year, Sting finally made his much-anticipated WWE debut. So... What can we see happen this year at Survivor Series? Well, only time will tell. But will Undertaker appear? Because this is going to be his 25th year anniversary. I think he should at least cut a promo or maybe team him with Kane to take on the Wyatt family in a tag team match. Kane and the Masked, or excuse me, the Masked Kane and the Undertaker versus the Wyatt family. The Brothers of Destruction versus the Wyatt family would be a good match for Survivor Series. Now, should Sting appear on Survivor Series? Now, Sting was recently injured at Night of Champions, but how severe is his injury? We don't know right now. But Survivor Series is a good month away, and uh, I think that uh, Sting could potentially have one more match. But Sting should probably come out to cut a promo and discuss his injury and discuss his wrestling career. I mean, Sting appearing at Survivor Series is going to be high high ratings for the pay-per-view. Sting and Undertaker at Survivor Series would bring a lot of revenue to the network and to the WWE. All right? So if Sting is going to have a match at WrestleMania 32, I think he should be at Survivor Series. And I think we will see some awesome classic tag team matches at Survivor Series. I think we will see another team authority versus a team somebody challenging to get rid of the authority. And I think this is the year that the authority finally ends. All right, so that's my discussion on Survivor Series. Now, let's talk about Undertaker's future in the WWE. Man, I'm so happy to see Undertaker finally in the ring. Now, I guess Undertaker has about three or four matches left in him. I believe I'd say he'll wrestle at this year's Survivor Series. He's definitely wrestling at WrestleMania 32. And I see Undertaker wrestling a few more times after WrestleMania 32. I'd like to see Undertaker team up with Kane one more time to take on the Wyatt family. I think uh, Kane teaming with the Wyatt family, uh, or excuse me, Kane teaming with the Undertaker would be a phenomenal boost to confidence in the Wyatt family. It would boost the Wyatt family up as well. Not WrestleMania 32, I see Undertaker facing John Cena or Sting. I think uh, I really would like to see Undertaker versus Sting like so many other wrestling fans, but I would take Undertaker and John Cena as well. All right, the last WWE topic I have for tonight's show is Chris Jericho returning on WWE television. Well, we saw Chris Jericho return at Night of Champions but he's never, ever been seen since then, except for the Madison Square Garden event on the WWE Network. Uh, 
So, the question is, when will Chris Jericho return to WWE television? I think Jericho will return at the Royal Rumble 2016. I think Chris Jericho will have a feud with Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32. So, unfortunately, we're not going to see Jericho for the next few months. We'll probably see him at the beginning of 2016 as he builds for a feud with Ambrose at WrestleMania 32. And at WrestleMania 32, we're going to see a classic match between Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose at Mania 32. All right, guys, that is all our WWE topics for tonight's show. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's WWE Zone Radio. I had a lot of fun on this show. Now, next Wednesday at, um, or excuse me, next Thursday at eight at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to do a Hell in a Cell review and discussion. So, Next week, next Thursday, October 29th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you join me for Hell in a Cell 2015 Complete Recap and Review. So, WWE fans, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Alright, so uh, let's get on a more serious level here on the show. And I really hate that I have to be doing this. But there are some really idiotic, immature people in the world out there. And we all know how idiotic and immature people can be. So, I would like at this time to apologize to all of my listeners for that stupid caller that called into the show and talked about dirty sexual uh, stuff. Because rape is a really bad crime here in the United States of America. And um, people have been molested in the United States of America. And that was a really, really, really bad uh, thing to bring up on a show. I don't care if you're trying to troll somebody. You don't do that. Some of my listeners could have been molested, and they're probably sad to hear that, and it probably brought back some bad memories. So, uh, I would like to apologize on behalf of all my listeners for that awful caller we had on the show. Unfortunately, with my shows being live, I occasionally do get some nutcases, and I do get some bad callers. So I would like to apologize once again for that uh, inhumane caller. And if you were offended by that caller, I really do apologize for that. Um, Really is stupid. And like I said, we're living in the United States of America right now. And unfortunately, some people in the United States of America are rather childish and immature. Just uh, It's just the true fact of some of the United States American citizens. Not every citizen is like that, but a lot of folks are like that. So once again, I would like to sincerely apologize for that awful caller that I had on my show tonight. 
Anyways, I would like to thank everybody listening from Western Massachusetts. I'd like to thank everybody listening from St. Louis, from Florida, and from New York City. And I'd like to thank everybody listening from all of the wrestling groups that I posted today's show on on Facebook. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to today's episode of WWE Zone Radio. Now, make sure you follow me on Facebook. Click like on American Variety Network to hear and find out when the next episode of WWE Zone Radio is. Folks, thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast tonight. And I hope you guys will enjoy WWE Hell in a Cell this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern on the WWE Network and on Pay-Per-View. Thank you for listening. This is Alice Cardinelli, and this is an episode of WWE Zone Radio on American Variety Network. Goodbye, everyone. Alice Cardinelli here, and I'd like to say thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode of WWE Zone Radio live right here on the American Variety Network. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and look forward to watching Helen Cell this Sunday. As a WWE wrestling fan, I always look forward to chatting about the upcoming season. So, I hope it made you excited about this Sunday's WWE Helen Cell pay per view. With that being said, enjoy Helen Cell this Sunday, and we will see you next Thursday, October 29th, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain. It's 6 p.m. Pacific at Alice Pertinelli and 17 Zone Radio. Please come with a cell. Good night, everyone.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 